Welcome to Keep Calm and Homeschool On, an imperfect podcast by an imperfect homeschool mom. My name is Rebecca. I have five children that I homeschool and was homeschooled myself. So my podcast is just my thoughts, ideas, opinions, and it's a little ranty. So if you're new here, welcome. And I am so excited to share what is on my heart today. Today's episode is titled The Problem with Homeschooling. And so I'm going to share some of what I think are the biggest problems that we face and how those affect us and and how they they can really take away our homeschool joy and then give you maybe some practical tips that you can put into place so coffee okay grab yourself some coffee you're gonna hear some kid noise because it's like eight in the morning my kids are running around like hooligans so you're gonna hear some background noise prepare yourself for that we may get an interruption or two but you know what this is real life and i was determined to get this podcast out here it's been so so long so you get what you get As I say to my kids, you get what you get, so don't have a fit, okay? So here we go. If you've been homeschooling for any length of time, you've probably realized that there are probably a lot of problems with homeschooling. Homeschooling is not easy. When I first started, I thought it would be, and I had all the answers and a very clear picture of what I wanted. And even with that kind of clarity and mission and drive and all of those things, passion, I had it all, I still floundered like a fish in the sea and realized that even if I kind of had my side figured out, I still had to take the time to figure out my kids. Listen, I have five. They're all unique. They have unique learning styles and personalities and quirks. And so I've had to really take the time. There's no shortcut to this. There is no shortcut to finding your homeschool rhythm because even if you have the answers in one area, you're not in others. And there's something that only comes through experience, through doing it, through just getting in the mud, getting dirty and doing the work. And and in that, you are going to learn and find treasures, nuggets of information that are going to be your own aha moments that are going to give you direction and, and help you build a foundation of what you want. Listen, you don't even know what you want when you first start. You think you do. We can write it down, but that is constantly evolving and changing. The more posts you read, the more YouTube videos you listen to, the more podcasts you listen to, it's evolving. And your your perception of education and your perception of success is constantly changing. And so your, your definition of what homeschooling should look like is always changing. And if we don't take that time to really invest ourselves in understanding, in research, in in processing our brain and our thoughts and our feelings, what's working, what isn't working, then then we're not, and honestly, this has to happen all the time. I don't care if you are a veteran. I don't care if you've been doing this for 25 years. This is something that is constantly, constantly should be happening in the background, that you are reassessing, that you are figuring out what is working, what isn't. Has thing, have things changed for you? Have they changed for your children? So this is something that that you know, from the very beginning, I thought I knew and I did not. So homeschooling has problems. There are problems you are going to face. There are problems you're going to come across that you're not going to know how to deal with. Just like parenting, you started off, you know, you became a parent. You thought that you would, you know, not do all those things. You saw the kids melting down in the grocery store and you were like, nope, that's not happening for me. It's like, clearly I, I will not do things that way. That mother is failing. I mean, that is how we start off. It's, it's sad. I wish we didn't. And I think I, 
in those moments, I was like, yeah, maybe I was trying to be not judgmental, but inside I was really judgmental. Like you just can't help it because you don't know. You have not experienced and totally rant, side note, has nothing to do, not on my list whatsoever. But listen, when you are looking at other homeschoolers' lives and giving them all the answers that you have, be careful. Be careful because you do not know what they're going through. You do not know their individual situation, family dynamics, the children they're dealing with. And it's very easy to take our little world and say, this is the answer. And yet we don't know. And it can be damaging. It can be hurtful. And it can actually cause a lot of problems for other people when we are spouting off our mouths that we know everything. Now, I'm not saying don't encourage people, don't support people, do that. But start by listening first. Listen First, ask good questions first. Care more about what they actually need than being the person to give the answer. And that's just human nature, okay? Someone out there is feeling judged right now. Don't, I'm not judging you. I am the queen of that. I'm a sales person. So my spiritual gift is to sell. It just really is. There's something about, I, I love, I love sharing what I'm doing, what's working for me, what I'm passionate about. And I'm passionate about everything I'm doing because I'm a passionate person. It oozes out of me and it's infectious and it makes people want to do and buy and try whatever I'm doing. I'm very keenly aware of that. And I think that's a lot of the reason that I have success doing what I do. But when I get together with people one-on-one, I am very quiet. Someone that knows me maybe listening. I feel like not, but maybe if someone that knows me is listening and laughing right now, just, just wait for it. Okay. For example, we've got Bible study or whatever else that we do at our house. I often, I'm often very quiet because very early on, I think I was about 16. Um, I graduated and no, I would have been 17. I graduated when I was 16 and I was going to college and career group. Okay. In our church. And I just had all the answers. And I did have all the answers. I've always had really good ideas and lots to say. Always. And I really felt like God said to me, just just zip it. Zip it and listen. There's something other people process as they talk. There is a gift in, in the actual process of communication. See, for me, communication is about, let's just get the point across. Let's just say what we need to say. It's, it's all about, let's be... let's be incredibly concrete and let's not waste anyone's time. Okay, so I like to just get to the point. But there are people like my husband that talking is actually the process of communication is is very enjoyable for them. And so they can talk in circles and it's okay because it's not about the what's being said. It's about that time in conversation. He also processes as he talks. He's very auditory. So he talks, he's processing. I've already processed. I've processed like 10 steps ahead and it's painful for me sometimes, but I am learning that other people are different than me and that, that I don't have all the answers and that by listening, I actually receive something in that. They receive something in that. Sometimes they can actually process what's going to work for them just by talking. So there's something to be said for those of you that are like me, that are like, you love to share. I'm just saying, I'm just giving you just a word of caution. And if you've been on the other side where you have, you know, had everybody tell you all the answers you've tried and it's not working and you feel frustrated and you're kind of done with, with that whole thing, have grace because we're learning too. We're all learning. We're all learning. That's what homeschooling is. Let's get into it because that was totally a side rant. And hey, it's been seven minutes, y'all. Okay, so the problem with homeschooling is it's like a mirror. Homeschooling is like a mirror. We see our failures and our shortcomings clearly. 
It pushes us to our limits and it exposes our weaknesses. I mean, it's very similar to parenting, but I feel like it's parenting on steroids or something like that. It, it pushes you to your absolute limits. Things you never thought you would do, you never thought you would say, you never thought you'd struggle with, you never thought your kids would do. You're going to experience all of that stuff. And when you do, you are going to feel like the biggest failure. You're going to see your shortcomings. I started homeschooling and I realized, I always knew that I was not a patient person. I mean, obviously it's painful for me to sit in conversation that is going a bit meandery. But but I always knew that I was impatient and that was something I needed to work on. I didn't realize the extent of it until I homeschooled. <laughs> I don't think I ever would have. Being a parent, I, I may have discovered it a little bit, but I never would have been pushed the amount that I was without homeschooling. Homeschooling has pushed me in my my to my absolute limit. To my absolute limit. It does all the time. All the time. I'm at my limit. It's like... Like, do we have to live at the boundaries of limits? I just, I really hate that. Can't we just live somewhere before that? But see, your limits are changing and they're growing. Your limits are changing and they are growing. You are, you're finding your limits and every time you hit that and you hit that and you hit that and you hit that, I'm impatient, I'm impatient, this is driving me nuts, this is making me crazy, come on, what's going on? And you try and you work at it and you take deep breaths and and you don't show on your face what you're feeling in your heart, you know, all of those things, then it gets a little bit, your limit increases a little bit more. You actually develop impatience when you are in a situation that requires patience and you get to make a choice. Are you going to blow your top or are you going to overcome? Every time you overcome in the small things, it increases that limit. Now that's the good news. The good news is that that's, that's going to grow and change. The bad news is, is that I don't think that homeschooling will ever stop pushing our limits. It is the most challenging thing I have ever faced. And, and it's always, it's fluid, it's flexible, it's changing. As my kids get older, I'm never going to be able to get to a point where I can say this is what we do because it's going to change. My son is going into middle school. The game has changed. When he goes into high school, the game has changed again. It's constantly changing. That My approach has to change. What works has to change. Our curriculum has to change. Everything is changing. He's changing. His personality is changing. Um, it, it's just, it's, it's crazy the amount of, of flex, even in a given day sometimes that you have to have, I don't think that homeschooling is ever going to stop taking me to my very limit. Now, here is the thing, okay? So this is the problem with homeschooling. The problem with homeschooling is that we can feel very alone, we can feel totally lost, and very, very insecure about our decision, insecure about what we're doing because it's we're living in the limit we're living in the boundaries of, of kind of almost the end of ourselves, the end of our understanding, the end of our scope, the end of our knowledge. We hit this point where it's like, we're always, I feel like for me anyways, I'm always kind of in this place of, okay, maybe I have a few weeks where I've got it or even a few months or even a year. But then once again, I'm in the place of my limits. I'm in the place of, I, I'm out of my scope here. I'm out of my depth. I don't know what to do with this learning challenge that we're facing. I don't know what to do. I've tried all the curriculum. I don't, I don't know what to do anymore. So I feel like it constantly is taking you into this place of the unknown, the place of you've exhausted yourself. You've done everything you can. Now what? We have all this weight on our shoulders 
to be it all. Listen, we worry so much that 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 we are going to mess up our kids, that we are going to fail our kids, that we are going to we are setting them up for their entire life. Now, yes, you are. You have an incredible ability in what you're doing. You are giving your kids such a gift in what you're doing, but but you are actually not the one that's going to determine the entire life path of your child. That's both discouraging for someone, but also encouraging for someone else, okay? It's not all on you. My mom did the best she could. She homeschooled us. I can look back. I could pick out her failures. I could tell you little tiny things that that I thought I could tell you big things that I thought, you know, she struggled with and that 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 marked, I think, our our relationship sometimes and our homeschool experience because she was not perfect. But but see, I look back on my homeschool experience and I have no I have no regrets being homeschooled. I also don't see all of that. I don't focus on all of that. I also, who I am today, I, I attribute a lot to homeschooling. Now, my brothers and sisters are different. Some of them, uh, you know, they're all on their own different journey. My mom homeschooled all of us. She put the same thing into all of us. And yet, we all ended up in very different places. So, so you can't say that this formula is going to guarantee success or guarantee your kids are going to be close to God or guarantee. It's not a guarantee. Nothing in life is a guarantee. You are called to do your best. Your kids have their own personalities and they will make their own decisions from waking up in the morning and deciding whether they want to learn or whether they're going to be difficult to growing up and deciding whether they're going to follow God or not, growing up and deciding whether they're going to get a job or float. They are the ones who make these decisions. They decide who they're going to marry and that is going to deeply impact their lives. You cannot control everything that will happen to your children. You cannot control every decision and choice that they will make. Here we go. Yes, daughter. Yes. Okay, I believe you. How about you stop crying and you can listen to mommy, okay? Okay. All right. So when you look at this weight that's on your shoulders, that that everything is riding on you, on the decisions you make, on the curriculum that you use, that is such a lie. It is such a lie. You play a big role. You have an amazing opportunity, but you are not everything. You are not everything. So, so the problem with homeschooling is these things. I think these things that, that we carry that weight, that we feel so insecure by that, because what happens is we feel like we have to be at all. We have to, the pressure to find the perfect curriculum to do it perfectly, that our kids won't be behind is so high that, that then we feel lost. We feel alone. We're insecure about our decisions because it matters so, so much. And, and we try so hard and because we're trying so hard, then it takes us to our limits of realizing that we do not have the answers. And now we're back in 
looking in the mirror at our failures and our shortcomings because it's it's bringing us to our limitations. So this is the crux, I think, of the problem with homeschooling. There are other things, there's other challenges, but this is one of those big main things that we go round and round and round. And I think at the root of most of the emails I get, desperation to find the right curriculum, desperation to, to help with their child that they're just totally, totally lost on, desperation that, that I would just tell them what a homeschool day should look like. I think that this is the root. I think this is where it stems from for people. But here's the thing, you guys. Pressing is how we grow. You know that quote, the only time you're actually growing is when you're uncomfortable. If you are not uncomfortable, then you are not growing. It's like a butterfly emerging from a chrysalis. Okay? It needs the pressure, like a chick coming out of its egg. If you, if you open that, we all know this, we all tell our kids this, if you open that egg, if you open, if you help them come out, then they are actually going to die because they need that pressure. They need to do it. That is what gives them the strength that they need. You know, it actually is developing and unfurling, like for a butterfly, their, their wings. I mean, there's, there's something that happens. That pressure is actually mandatory for them to go to the next stage of their life. For you, pressure is something we look at. We look at these problems in our homeschool, our failures, our shortcomings, the feeling alone, feeling insecure. We, we look at these things that we gotta do it all. We're just, we're just panicking, okay? Imagine somebody drowning out at sea, just panicking. Just somebody, somebody tell me. Somebody tell me what I need. Somebody tell me where to go. Somebody give me the answer. I don't know what to do. And we're in this, this place of drowning. And the thing is, is that we look at that and we often feel very sorry for ourselves. We look at that and say, you know, woe is me. This, I'm not cut out for this. This, this is obviously other people have something I don't. No, they don't. No, they don't. Listen, I was the least patient person in the world. If anyone wants to come to me and say, I'm not patient enough to homeschool, I, you know what, actually, I just nod and smile because I know that they don't want to hear my answer. But my answer is, um, nobody was more impatient than me. And I've grown in that. We can look at our failures and our shortcomings and our insecurities and, and this big, vast, drowning feeling as, as such a, a negative light, and we can let that be the end for us. But just like with our kids, where you cannot determine the decisions that they will make, that when they come to these, these T's in the road, when they come to, to points of pressure in their life where they have to make a decision, when they are forced with peer pressure, when they are forced with, with temptation, desire, whatever in their life, it's really going to come out who they are and they're going to make the decision of who they want to be in that moment. And they do it over and over and over again. I'm going to marry this person. I'm not. I'm going to follow God in this. I'm not. I'm going to steal that. I'm not. Your kids make those decisions in those moments. And in those moments, when you feel like you're drowning, you make a decision to give up or to fight. And if you fight, if you press on in those moments, you will grow. See those as opportunities for growth. Don't see those as, as this big, vast chasm, black hole in your life. See them as opportunities for growth and you will shift the entire dynamic of your homeschool. I want to give you, I want to give you like five steps to overcoming our own shortcomings when we feel like we're drowning. Number one, acknowledge that you have them. Acknowledge you have shortcomings. 
we are going to make mistakes. We are not perfect people. Acknowledge you have them to yourself. Okay. Acknowledge you have them to your kids. Have those conversations. Say, listen, I'm really struggling. My kids, one of the things that that we kind of laugh about now is that I am quite introverted and you would never know it and I can force myself, I can push myself and I actually enjoy people um, in doses and especially people that are close to me and my friends, I can really be myself. But but in a big group, I shut down. It is It, it takes almost everything inside of me in a big group like church or some sort of gathering or party to to reach out and to open up. It takes every ounce of, of who I am. It is incredibly, incredibly difficult. Small talk is exhausting to me. And so even going to church, doesn't matter if I know people, going to church, my kids fully know. They're very, very, very aware of this and they laugh at me. Sometimes if it's, if not, my husband can't come, there are times that I have like driven around the church and debated whether I should even go. And you know, I'm like, oh my goodness. Like I just, I hate it. I hate, I I hate going places without him. He's my buffer. He's the people person. And I just sit and and do the kid thing. And that's so not my personality in any way, but I, I rely on him a lot, like a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, so my kids know that about me. We discuss it. They laugh. They think it's just a quirky little thing about mom. Listen, <laughs> you are made up of both your strengths and your weaknesses. They're a part of you. It's part of being human. You make mistakes. You're not perfect. So in those moments when we can own them, when we can say, yeah, okay, this is, this is, I'm growing in this. I don't, I don't just accept, oh, it's just who I am. I can't change. I want to, I want to change. I want to grow. I want to get better. I want to push myself. But acknowledging it, it actually gives you the ability to do that because you're not hiding from it. You're not trying, there's no false anything. You're not putting on no pretenses. It's just, this is, this is what I am. This is what I struggle with. This is my limit. And now how can I move past that? And when you, when you acknowledge it to yourself, when you acknowledge it to your kids, you say, I'm really, really, really struggling with patience right now. I'm just going to go take a little breather. They know it's not them. They know that this is you and they're seeing you make those decisions in those times of pressure for growth. So acknowledge that you have from them. And then, you know, a lot of people look back on their, you know, you know, people like this, they look back on their childhood and they, they just see all the negative. Woe is me. I am who I am because of and then there's the people that are like, I am who I am because of those things. They own it. They they say they made me into what I am. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like like. I'm, I'm not gonna look at those with some great contempt. In fact, I look at those as a gift. Even the hard things that I went through in my life, they made me who I am today. I embrace those things. And and I think we can do that with homeschooling. You acknowledge you have you have your weaknesses. You have your shortcomings. You have failures in your life. That acknowledge that you are not perfect. That you cannot do and be at all. And then learn from when you have those mistakes. When you have that night, when, you, when you're going to bed and you look at your day and you say, wow, this sucked. I did this. I did this. I did this. You acknowledge, but then you don't stay in this place of guilt. You decide that you are going to move past it. You decide what can I do differently tomorrow? Number two is find a good support system. And this one's one that I often don't, I think I, I'm, I kind of passively say it, but it's not as real to me. Okay. It's not as real to me because and this is the first time in my life that I've kind of had a support system. For the most part, I, I don't and I haven't. I've lived in places where there aren't really any other homeschoolers or I haven't invested in communities. And so for me, because I was homeschooled, I've, I've never really felt, and because I'm very introverted, that I needed that. But I'm well aware that if anybody is totally new to this homeschool world and you feel like you just don't even know where to start, you don't know what to do, you don't know what curriculum to use, a good homeschool support is really 
important and it can make a huge difference. Even if nobody is giving you any answers, having a place to vent, having a place to share your struggles, to pray with one another, to talk is amazing. It is amazing. Now that I have that, now that I have those, those people in my life that I can talk to, that I can share my struggles with, that, that I can hear their struggles and feel less alone, there is something that happens in that community atmosphere that is very, very powerful in, in keeping you going and reminding you that everybody struggles with this and keeping your perspective right. And so I encourage you to reach out and to find even if it's a couple people, one person that you can call, that you can talk to, whatever, that is going to be that, that support. And find somebody who's not just going to give you all the answers, but somebody who's going to listen. Listen to your struggles. Listen to where you're at and take that and use that to give recommendations. Look for people that sometimes say, I don't know, because I think, I think that's really important. People that are willing to, to not have all the answers and just really actually care more about where you're at than about being the person to solve it for you and be your hero. So find a good support system. Number three, do one thing that's your own. Okay, you can't just go out, make your own curriculum, do your own thing, step out if you are totally unfamiliar with it. But when you're plagued with insecurity, what is going to help you when you feel that way is is only when you step out and start to do things on your own. But you can't do everything on your own. So baby step it. Start with one thing. What is one thing you can do that nobody's told you about that is off the page of your curriculum, that is your own idea, inspiration, discernment, something that you just, you want to do, you feel like you should do, you feel like you need to do, whatever, something that excites you, that is your idea and do it. I'm talking really small, okay? You have an idea, what if we, what if we make this and then I get my kids to paint it and then we, whatever, okay? Small things. When you have that idea and follow through with it, you're going to see results in that moment. And in that moment that you see results, it's going to help you grow your confidence. Hey, I had my own off the page idea that nobody told me and it worked. It was a success. Therefore, I don't, I don't know nothing. Okay. Some of the ideas I have, I can rely on my, on my own discernment and ideas a little bit more. And the more you do that, the more you will have confidence in who you are and your ability to know your kids, your ability to, to know what's going to work for your family. Your intuition is so powerful. And so when you feel that then, and you follow through with it, you trust your intuition a little bit more and you're going to grow in your self-confidence as a homeschooler. When you do that, when you take those little steps, so take little steps, find one thing that's your own today. Number four, figure out what you want figure out what you want. If you don't know what you want, you are never going to stop feeling like you're drowning. You have to know what you actually are going for. What do you want to see out of this? Do you want it to be all about grades? Is that the most important thing to you? That is not wrong. Some people it is. They pulled their kids out of school because they were getting a subpar education and they thought they could do better at home. They could give them that one-on-one. Their kid wants to be a doctor. Their kid wants to be a lawyer and they want to make sure that they have the best of the best. So if that is your goal, if that is why you're doing this, then the the decisions that you make need to be very focused on academics and, and pushing your kids academically. If you are doing this for a love of learning or relationship or any of those things, then you need to be focused on that. When you feel like that pressure, like they might be falling behind or what if you're not doing enough, you tether it with reality of where you're going. But, but it doesn't matter because I am doing this because 
I want love of learning. So, so pushing them to do this geography lesson that they're never going to remember is not, is not reaching me towards my goal. So identifying what you want. And you guys, like I said in the beginning, this is always evolving. It is always changing who your kids are, what's going to work, what isn't going to work. And so you need to be aware and constantly assessing, take the time to sit down. Even if you are not a planner in any way, taking the time to sit down and write what's working for your kids. What are their strengths? What are their weaknesses? What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? How are you going to overcome these? What are some creative things? Brainstorm. The brainstorming time of your homeschool is probably the most valuable time that you will spend. Way more valuable than pushing through on that lesson is saying this lesson isn't working. Stop, go play outside and sit down with a cup of coffee and brainstorm. Brainstorm why it isn't working. What could you do differently? What could you add? Every time you go to buy curriculum, brainstorm. What did you use last year? What did you like about it? What didn't you like about it? What homeschool style are you? What is working for your kids? How's your homeschool day going? When you take the time to do this, you will grow. You will see things. If you don't take the time and you're just going through the motions, you're in survival mode where you're just getting through the day. You can get past survival mode. You can get past drowning and you can actually have a little bit of a leg up if you take the time to identify why do I feel like I'm drowning and what can I do about it? So take that time. Take that time. And the last thing is to pray. I don't talk too much on my podcast. I really have tried to keep it um, as neutral as possible, but I give up. So <laughs> I'm a Christian and it comes out in, in what I do. And it really is uh, the last one and the first one. I put it last so that you guys don't all just run away and say, oh, she's just going to give us, you know, Sunday school answers. I'm not here to give you Sunday school answers. I want to give you realistic strategies and things you can put into place. And so that is why I do them first. It is not that those are more important um, than this. It is just, I want to give you the practical stuff first. So you know that, that that's coming, that there's meat, but you guys, it is, it is him. It is God. When you look at my life, when you look at my homeschool, when you wonder, how do I do it? How do I have these ideas, this creativity? It all stems from him. I ask him for it. When I don't know what to do, when I don't know even this podcast, when I don't know what to, what to talk about, what to say, what, what I should direction I should go, I ask him about it. I, I have a spirit led homeschool where he is a part of those decisions where when I feel like I'm drowning, I'm not just sitting brainstorming myself. I'm brainstorming with him. I'm saying, God, what do I do? God, I'm at my limits again. God, why am I in this place? Sometimes the answer is that I need to grow. And I'm not growing when I have all the answers and I'm just floating by. And so sometimes the answer is God saying, I'm taking you a little bit into the water, taking you back to drowning mode, just so that you remember that you don't have all the answers that, that, you know, let's just tether that pride a little bit, but also because it's time for growth, Rebecca, it's time for growth. I've got something for you on the other side of this. Don't hate this moment. Grow from this moment. Use this moment. Learn the lesson in this moment. And so, so taking the time to do that. And sometimes it's not about my growth. Sometimes it is about my kids' growth. Sometimes it's about our homeschool growth. Sometimes it is something that is triggering this in our lives that needs to change. Like we're doing way too much stuff. And so I feel like I'm drowning or I'm comparing myself too much. And so there are actual reasons why that I only identify when I take that time to pray about it. I don't have all the answers. I don't, I don't, I don't. Everything I have, every good idea, the Bible says every good and perfect gift is from above. So I take that for all my good ideas, 
all of them, for my own homeschool, for this blog, for my business, for everything that I do comes from him. I, I will take that. I will take that and I will give him the glory for every good idea that I have. Pray. Pray without ceasing. You need him more in your homeschool day than probably in anything else. And, and sometimes I think that is the greatest gift. When we feel like we're at our limits, at our boundaries of who we are as people, and we're looking in the mirror and we see our shortcomings and we see our failure, we also see our need for him. And what a gift that is. What a gift that is in a culture and in a world when nobody needs God. Because we have money. We have food on the table. We have the ability to make ourselves self-made man. Well, we'll just go and get a job. We'll just get what we need. But see, homeschooling keeps you in this place of need for him. And not only is that where we're going to grow, but that is where he can really move in our lives. Paul said he would boast in his weakness. Because in his weakness, God, God was glorified. It is the same for us. Don't don't hate and feel sorry for yourself about your weaknesses, your failures, your shortcomings. Every time those are exposed, the enemy's going to come in and he's going to say, see, you're not cut out for this. And you just say, get out of here. Because the reality is, is in those moments, you can say, see, I don't have all the answers, kids. See, I don't have it all together to yourself. And I need you, God. Come and do something. Because I, I don't know anymore. Give me an idea. Give me fresh inspiration. Let me see my kids through your eyes. Let me see my homeschool through your eyes. So I encourage you, if you are feeling like this problem of homeschooling, it, it pertains to you, that I encourage you that, that there are things that you can do and, and, and really a perspective that you can have on it. That it isn't just you out there in the middle of the ocean by yourself. That there are other people out there that are feeling the same way as you. And if they're not today, they might be next month. I think we all hit that point. I think we are all there often. And so identifying that and realizing you're not alone. And and that there are things that you can do to help. But really, if you can see it through this light, through this perspective then that is going to change the game for you. You're not a victim in this. You're not a victim. And we can, we can rise above this, but we can also identify that when we have these things, this is normal, this is human, everybody has these things, what am I going to do in this moment? So when your kids see that, when your kids see that, that is the greatest thing they will take away from homeschooling seeing your weakness, your shortcomings, your failures, and what you do when you're drowning in the sea, what decisions you make. They are watching you. They're watching you. They're watching you. And more important than the lessons that they learn are you want, you want your kids to make those decisions. You want them to be successful in their businesses and their lives and their marriages and their relationship with God. Then they're watching you right now today. And it more is caught than taught. They're picking up on things in who you are right now, today, the decisions that you are making. That is the biggest takeaway. You want your kids to one day, you take that weight on your shoulders, that it all happens with you, by the way, it doesn't. But that it stems more from, less from what you're teaching them, more from we want them to see that in those moments, in that crushing, 
pressing, sorry, when you're, when you're emerging into a new season and it's difficult and it's hard and you feel like you're struggling and you're crying and they see this, they see this, they see you wrestle, they see you struggle and they see you make the decision to not be a victim. They see you make the decision to rise above. They see you make the decision to, to, to do something different, to grow. That is what they will take from this. And maybe just Maybe when they are adults and they walk away from this whole homeschool experience and they face their own why in the road and they face their own times of pressing where they can choose growth or give up, when they can choose to continue or to stop, when they can choose one way or the other, maybe, maybe because of what they've seen, because of what has been bred into them, because of how many times it was modeled to them, maybe they will choose to rise up and keep going. Be encouraged be blessed. I'm going to go do my homeschool thing and deal with my kids, but I hope you have an amazing homeschool week this week. And I will really, really try to do my podcast more regularly. But if I don't, you know what? It is what it is. I embrace my failures and my shortcomings and I'm just doing my best. So today it worked. I hope that it was an encouragement to you. If you liked it, I would love for you to subscribe um, here on iTunes or if you're listening on Stitcher or wherever you're listening, I would love to hear your thoughts on my podcast. Reviews are how podcasts are seen. So if you think other homeschool moms need to hear this. A quick review, it takes a few seconds, makes all the difference in this podcast growing and being seen by other homeschoolers. I would also love if you shared this. If you're on Facebook or wherever else, you can find this podcast episode on my blog, homeschoolon.com. Just click on podcasts and you can share right from there to Facebook or anything else. Any links, which I didn't mention any links, but I'm going to mention some right now. Just give you guys a quick recap of, of not a recap, a quick look at what is coming um, that you can watch for what's happening and so those links are going to be mentioned there so go check it out um, okay, so coming up, you guys, I have two new courses for kids that is coming out um, in the next few weeks. So one is Total Time Makeover, I think, for kids. It's it's a time management course, and it's a full month, and it's going to give your kids really bite-sized pieces of why it's important that we manage our time. It's all video-based. They just watch a little video. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to teach it. I'm going to teach it. Um, it'll have a manual. They print off little worksheets for them to do that aren't too overwhelming. It, it really could be used by the entire family. Um, if kids are doing it on their own, I probably would recommend it around age 9 to 10 and up, but it's not going to be young-ish. It's just time management. And so if you are feeling partly when we feel like we're drowning, our kids need to start taking some ownership. And so I'm hoping that this course is going to do that for your kids. So it's going to be, it's going to be, you know, pretty much everything taught there for them, why we need to manage our time, how to do that, strategies to do that, um, and, and just teaching them about that. So that is going to be coming out in the next few weeks. It is brand new. So that is coming up in the next few weeks. Um, and the link will be on my blog. The next course that I have is a start a blog slash YouTube channel for kids. I just have gotten so many requests from my own children and from other children. And so that is going to have a special kind of video for mom that or dad that is going to teach you about the dangers, um, public versus private, what you need to watch for, how to protect your kids if they're doing this. And then it's got, um, it's got a full 30 day video based course for kids. I'm going to teach them how to set up a free blog. 
Um, so it's, it's not any other cost associated with it. It's very, very, very affordable. My normal startup blog course, which is the same amount of time is like $150. This one is going to be about half of that. So, um, I'm, I'm really hoping to make it affordable for families, but I'm going to kind of spend half the time talking about starting a blog and half the time starting a YouTube channel. So if your kids have been interested in that, and I will really teach your kids about the dangers, what to watch for and, and give you guys the ability to have those decisions, whether you want to make it public or whether you want to make it private. Um, I'll talk about, you know, the basics of it and all of that. So, um, I really think that even if your kids aren't that interested in, in starting a blog or YouTube or anything like that, I think it will be really helpful for them because we're going to get into the basics of communication. And so even if they just do it for you as a way of sharing their their reports or whatever else, we're going to be talking about how to arrange, how, why you need to have something to say and how to support your points and all of that kind of stuff. So it's going to get into the basics of it. And I think that it would be a great homeschool course just to expand for your kids. So if you're looking for something like that, go and check out on the blog post. The link is not out yet. It will be soon. And there's going to be a special launch price. Um, so that is something really important. You're going to want to ideally subscribe to my newsletter. If you're not a part of it yet, that is on my blog because that email is going to be coming out in the next few weeks. Um, and it is a major special launch price that you won't probably find anywhere else. It's not going to be on my blog. So that's just a sneak peek of what's to come. Um, otherwise, I have Build Your Bundle is coming up, you guys. So next week is going to be kind of the, the pre-launch where I will get to you know build some excitement around that. And then the week after is Build Your Bundle. So Build Your Bundle is all digital resources. So PDFs, printable, curriculum. And it is a great way to get curriculum for very, very, very cheap. You could get all your curriculum for, you know, a couple hundred dollars for all your kits, really. I mean, it's just so many resources in there. So it comes up once a year. It's a week long. And during that week, I promote it like crazy, like crazy, crazy, crazy. So be aware that it's coming. Bear with me because I'm going to go back to these, you know, podcasts. I'm going to go back to giving helpful information. I'm going to go back to, to all the regular things that I do. And so if you love what I do, don't hate me for this week. Okay. That's my first thing. Don't hate me for this week. You can just tune off. You can, I'll make sure in my email to have a no build your bundle emails. If you're, you know, I'm only going to send out three um, during the week, but, but you're going to get them from other people as well. So if you don't want them, you can do that. But it is actually, it is a huge support to my blog. When you do shop through my link, this one kind of sale a year is a big deal for me. So if you are interested in any digital curriculum, I will be giving, um, I will be giving, you know, a ton of help telling you what you should get, shopping guides, all that different kind of thing. So stay tuned for that week. It's a ton of fun. I do, a, I'm going to do a live like all the time. So on my Facebook page. So there's just a lot of excitement and activity around it. And, and I just want you guys to be aware because I will definitely be talking about that. Also, I have decided to do a very large giveaway that will be starting the day that it starts and it is going to have pretty much everything you need from a laser printer to a binding machine to a storage thing. I, it's got everything. And so that is just my own personal thing for anybody that does shop with me and it's just going to be kind of this fun fun giveaway worth a lot of money. So um, I just encourage you guys to stay tuned for that. If you want to get emails about that, you just need to join my newsletter and you need to hit that confirm link. So you're going to get an email from me. Sometimes it goes to junk. Um, and then as soon as you subscribe on my blog, you can do that right on my homepage. Um, or you can do that. I've got different freebies like the master 
mom's printable or the book reports or any of those. And when you sign up, you get a freebie for it, but you're going to be signed up on my list. Just make sure you hit that confirmation or download button will confirm your email. And that's going to make sure that you get emails. If you don't, if you want to just follow my Facebook page, I'm going to be on there every single day of build your bundle. So stay tuned for that. Anyways, I think that's it. I think that's it of what is new. Um, make sure you check out my YouTube channel. I've got a bunch of videos there, a bunch of new ones there, and a bunch of new ones coming this week. So stay tuned for that. There's also going to be a giveaway on my Instagram tomorrow. So this is all kind of relevant information if you're listening to it on the fly. But okay, I'm going to go. I hope you guys have an amazing week and I'm going to catch up with you again as soon as I possibly can. Hopefully next Monday. We'll talk to you guys later.